Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. That is not a livable wage rate. <laughs> they disappear but after the they're thing. done. Okay, that's the thing. That like livable wage, like the ideal minimum wage is a livable wage, right? Mm-hmm. But unseen servants don't need anything to live. Yeah, so my love and affection is enough. However, that's slavery, Ritz. Now hold on. The whole, I think the name unseen servant is a weighted term. Because it may, I think it should be see, something like unseen friend. Yeah. Unseen friend. Unseen helper. <laughs> unseen unseen pal. It's like the magical version of hamburger helper. Yeah, a hamburger. <laughs> unseen I'm hamburger sorry. helper. What are you fucking talking about? That <laughs> is not how like, a little hand comes out when you. No, no, no. Like when you take out the box, a little hand on the front like comes out and it helps you make it. I don't know what mushrooms you've been eating, but like <laughs> the ones that come in fucking hamburger helper. My God. Listen, I don't need your beef stroganoff. How about we feed... Okay, we take the Unseen Servant, and the minimum wage is if he does a good job, he can have a little bit of Hamburger Helper as a treat. He, and he gets a little kiss, A too. little. Oh, God. What do you think they, like, look like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hamburger Helpers. Yeah. I, I they got like the, the mascot or the... Or the mascot. <laughs> 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 Which is funnier? <laughs> the the concept of it and just if it's being the, the food, how in the fuck do they do anything? <laughs> the assorted <laughs> pasta. That's <laughs> their side job. Okay, uh, do we want to play some Pathfinder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Sure. Okay. So, alright, so what happened last time? Oh, God. A few things. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so we started out in a little town uh, mm-hmm. where we just uh, dropped from the battle bus. Um, and we kind of learned that they also fucking hate Pataks because they're not very nice to them, obviously, because it's Pataks. Um, but we found out that the Wyverns all have a mother, and that's where they're coming from, and that's where we need to find to stop them from uh, coming to or coming back to Little Town. And in the process of looking for her, we came across Goblin with style. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, she was a, a just fucking cool alchemist, uh, ba- or left attacks her with alchemist. band, um, 
and... Oh, she was super hunted out of attacks for her mad science. <laughs> I love her. Um, and told us that there were uh, apparently a chemical weapon that was being developed in the White Abbey, and uh, so we went there because what the fuck? Uh, and once we were there, boy, we got caught in a fight because it was all a trick, even though this goblin lady did not know that, probably. Um, it was false information. Uh, and we fought some fucking uh, mechanical men, and it was uh, not amazing. Kind of hurt. Scratched me. Hurt a lot. Hurt my feelings. Yeah, there were, there were some assassin robots. You know how yeah. it is. You know. Uh, Nunzio is in on it, by the way. Yeah, so that's fuck fun. that guy. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Gonna, the moment I see him, I'm gonna strangle him. Um, fuck. And that's a promise. If I don't do that, fucking at me and be like, hey, Ritz, go fuck yourself. Um, but, uh, from there we were like, hmm, fuck. And we went down into the abbey, right? Uh, and we found mm. what used to be the inhabitants of it, all dead. Uh, like, long dead. It, they're not, like, fresh corpses, but, um, and with them, like, kind of... There was a will-o'-wisp? Yeah. Yeah, will-o'-wisp. Um, and he was throwing a shit fit because the person he liked wouldn't like him back, I guess. Oh, no, um, the, the guy that said was a ghost. It was just that the will-o'-wisp led you to him because the will-o'-wisp were feeding off his pain. And, yeah, dealt with that. And then we met, uh, so, and then we met Evandra, which, uh, they're pretty cool, pretty epic. Uh, they're the person mm -hmm. that was, uh, desired by the fucking ghost. Um, like, poor them, though, but, um... Yeah. Gender fluid, uh... Gender fluid as fuck! Uh, gender fluid as, uh, they are just regular fluid, what with them being a nariot. Yeah. And that's pretty epic. It is pretty you. epic. <laughs> Thank you for the... Um... You're and we got some pretty fucking bombshell news from them. Um... Oh, yeah? She she told us that she was the guardian of Briar, which boy I shit my pants at that. Um, <laughs> it's been a while coming that we needed to fucking meet him. Um, yeah, they've been uh, they've been foreshadowed ever so softly in the background. Yeah. Uh, and now it's finally time. About fucking time, and that's where we are right now. Um. I've been we waiting for this. <laughs> uh, so, would you like to jump into the character, everyone? Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Uh, so, so set the scene. Uh, the three of you uh, and us stand in uh, a grody cistern around a fountain deep underground White Abbey. Mm -hmm. uh, around the shattered remains of water clock a uh, nereid, uh, a water spirit fae, uh, kind of sits in uh, the water. Their appearance kind of like fluctuating, like the water rippling, uh, before they eventually settle on the uh, feminine appearance for a while. Mm. And uh, this creature, Evendra, has uh, revealed to you all that she is the guardian, or at least former guardian, of Briar. Which... Fuck. Means probably a lot of things. Yeah, sure does. means that she definitely knows a lot of shit that we don't. Yeah. Uh. So, how are you all doing? 
Icker's jaws on the floor. <laughs> Alden is foaming at the mouth a little bit. Casca has white noise in her brain. <laughs> They're all dissociating. <laughs> Just a little bit. No. Alden's like, I'm gonna see my girl, and Icker's like, holy shit, Alden's gonna see her girl. And Casca's like, this this bitch is involved with the Green Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This bitch is probably on the green lady's kill list. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In all honesty, she's like, oh god, same bitch. (laughs) Oh god, you too? Honey. (laughs) Oh, did she she blind you too? You can see that there is a lot of magical energy coming off her Katska. Oh, so she can actually see her kind of. Mm -hmm. You can basically you can make it like the shadows on her face, kind of like that's the kind. Of, imagine she was in the black room and her uh, highlights were uh, her shadows were highlighted. That's what you can see. Oh, oh, okay. So she can see that she's pretty. Hmm. Yeah, you can see she's a gorgeous woman. Okay. Casu can tell for now. That women, <laughs> yeah, for now. yeah, yeah. That women be shopping. Women be shopping. Women be shopping, um, shopping for Zidiger's picnic. God. <laughs> Uh, so Evendra kind of sits back in the water, and no matter what position she takes, she is so elegant. Like, even if she's, like, scratching her ass, you're like, wow, this is, like, out of a fucking, uh, <laughs> renaissance painting, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Uh, and she kind of, like, lies back a bit and says, So, you know all about Brian? Um, well, all about is, um, a term. <laughs> I, I know as much as I've I've I mean I've met her. You've met Briar? Yeah, she well not in real life, yet yet. I need to. Find You've her. met Briar in your dreams? Yeah, I've been dreaming about her since. That's why I didn't. For goodness' sake, she couldn't reach me inside the. And she turns and she like scowls, and uh, she kind of like waves a hand and a hand comes out of the water. And picks up a shire of the water clock and brings it closer to her face. And she kind of looks and scowls and she's like, Cold iron, of course. I can't penetrate it and neither can she. That's. Oh, her. okay. Yeah, yeah. You're on a shit list too, are you? Who's? <laughs> you know who? Nerissa? She shall not be named. Ah, you know about Nerissa. Oh yeah, Casca well. points to her eyes and she's like, "Oh yeah, I certainly know her." Oh, she. Mm. Yeah. Nerissa doesn't have Briar, right? No. No. But um, my dreams have been getting a lot weirder, and she, like, I think. What do you mean? They were usually really good. It was usually just talking yes. to her, right? Um. But, yes, she craves companionship at all times. Yeah, I really want to find her. But um, the thing is, is that when we went to um, Patax or the Rush, there was a Rushlight, wherever. Festival. Um, yeah, the Rushlight Festival. I The dream stopped being very good. Um, like, I could not sleep. I would go to sleep and then wake up a minute later after having a full dream of just me looking for her. And then she looked more like a like a branch that I brought. You don't... No. 
How much do you know about Grime? Um, not a lot. I don't think she's human, but I don't know. Uh, no. She's definitely not human, also. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, she's not. No. Um, <laughs> she's assume. about as human as that pebble over there. All right. So not at all, right? Okay. What? More than you realize. What is she? Uh, well, this is the tricky part. Uh-huh. I literally cannot tell you anything that you do not already know about Briar. Unless you have her with you. Okay, that's... I don't suppose I can ask why? Uh, or where we could get her. Uh, she kind of like pulls at her face for a second. We've been looking for her, and I... I could tell you very vague concepts. Okay. I cannot tell you any specifics because... Well, here, let me try to tell you a specific. In reality, Briar is... And, like, as she starts speaking, water just pours out of her mouth like she's a gargoyle. Okay. It's okay. okay, okay. I, we get it. And it's then the... oh, okay, we, we got it. I think we understand now. I get the point. Please stop it. But also, don't forget that... Get me out, man. Stop. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she kind of ripples now into the more masculine appearance. Uh, and he says... So, you see, the problem is, Briar, there are very powerful forces that would like to keep Briar as hush-hush as possible. That's However, because you know certain things, I can tell you just a little bit more. Okay. What I can tell you is that Briar is crucial to stopping Nerissa. Okay. Okay. This explains why. And... It was my duty to ensure she would never find Briar. Yeah, that's fine. If Nerissa were to find Briar and those two were to be reunited, well then, I... It would... I can assume it would be very bad. Yeah. From a certain point of view. Is there anything at all that you can tell us about where or how to find her? Because... I don't... I, I need to find her. What do you intend to do when you find her? I just want to protect her. Also, she seemed really low. And you can see that, like, uh, Evandra is, like, very much so struggling with, like, being able to say stuff. Will this water thing happen if you, like, write it down? Yes. <laughs> My hands will start to splash okay, water. Cool. She um... just starts sweating. <laughs> what if I have a waterproof pen? Um... Alden's like, it doesn't have to be big. I, I don't know if there's if you can point us in the direction of something that would tell us where she is or. Do you like swords? I love swords more than anything. You're talking so to the you're... right person. <laughs> you're the guy from the stories. The, the excuse me for and what? That would make you and he, uh, he points at you, Casca. You would be the blind sage. Huh? 
I guess? Uh, that wolf is yours, I can tell, right? Oh, absolutely. She pets, <laughs> she pets us for her. And that would make you the king. Uh, officially, yeah. I guess. The swordsman, the blind sage, and the king. Or gay king. Paragon of society, paragon of nature, and paragon of heroism. A lot of stuff about paragons of heroism and stuff. It's still fucking... <laughs> Holden is like... Holden coughs. Let me explain. Uh, I feel you've got an explanation. A long time ago, there was a dragon. Yeah, there tend to be. Uh, she kind like he kind of like squints at you for a second and puts a hand on his hip. Grins. <laughs> uh, it. He was ancient, even when I was born, and I'm quite old. He was a storyteller. And he would often uh, tell stories of things that were to come. Essentially, it was he who, uh, after uh, after a certain event happened, okay. he predicted that one day in the annals of time, tree heroes would be able to stop someone from doing a ting. Okay. Destiny is, however, as you are probably well aware, not a particularly reliable source. There is no prophecy. There is no certainty in things. Yeah. So, I would hesitate to call it a prophecy so much as a promise. And it is a promise that evidently the world listened to. He wrote into creation these stories that would eventually come to be. It's less that he foretold the future, so much as he bent the future to follow his tale. He used powerful magic most people have no ability to use, let alone survive casting. And it certainly left its toll on him. He told of a hero's journey Unlike any other, as they were heroes which encompassed the most, the tree virtues of these wild lands you find yourselves in. Heroes, rulers, and sages alike. And right now, uh, if you're here, then the story must slowly be coming closer to its finale, which is not as good news as you would hope. Because we don't know how that book ends. You don't? Uh, he left. Oh. He vanished. Mm. He ran away. He was always a coward. <laughs> I was sent here to do my part in the story. And I failed. Failed? So my job to present Briar upon you, Tree. And help you continue your journey. But five years ago, I developed an insufferable little stalker. And she kind of like, like he kind of spits up like uh, the ectoplasm stain on the floor. That that guy. 
the gardener. He was a cleric of Caden Kalen, who was always trouble back home. And he was sent here to mellow out. He fell in love with me. I rejected his advances. And he decided if he couldn't have me, he would merely keep me. Oh, gross. He killed everyone who'd gone the way. And for a while, it was only him and Briar. Mm. However, he only managed to get me into the water clock by taking my shawl. Uh, my shawl, as with all Nereids, contains a portion of my life force. If he were to rip it, I would be rendered mortal, which is not my favorite thing to be. No offense. That's I mean, that's fair. That's Understandable. Okay. If, you, if you have a long life, you have a long life, and you probably want to live it, so... Yeah. I also didn't know when the story would come to my chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evidently it came while I was in the clock, so that's nice. Yeah. Anyway. So, the issue is, I don't have my shawl. The gardener stole it, and then, when he forced me into the clock, he uh, was the only one there to take care of Briar. And then, when the people who took Briar came... They killed him and took my shawl with him. So I can't leave here to come help you. Well, fuck. He kind of starts stropping around in the water. Uh, and like ripples again. And is now in their androgynous form. And they're like, until I get that shawl back, I'm powerless to help you. Any idea where it could have gone? Because whether we can, whether you can accompany us, accompany us or not, I would really for you not to lose something like that anyways. Evandra kind of exhales and says, come here. I can I can make you a map to where my shawl is and ultimately where Briar is as well. I'm going to assume that whoever it is that killed the Gardener took my shawl and took Briar, probably kept them together somewhere. This all happened a few years ago. That's when we were separated. And I assume that's when you started having your dreams about Briar instead, sorts. Because you said it was five years ago, right? Yes. And then it was a few months after this. Yeah. Alright, uh, bring me some parchment paper and some ink, and I will illustrate you a map of where Briar and my shawl are. Iker just has that on hand. (laughs) Yeah, of course. You can open up your book. Yeah. Uh, You open your journal, and uh, they kind of, like, touch the ink, and when they pull it out, they're, like, it courses through their veins. You can see it, like, spreading up their arm and stuff. Damn, ink poison. And they've got, like, a sick black hand for a second. Uh, they get ink poisoning and die. Um, <laughs> no. But they touch uh, They touch the page, mm-hmm. and uh, from their fingertip starts to spread a map of the rivers of uh, the Glenabon uplands. Ooh. And it's faint. It's kind of like veins pulsing through the page. And it's beautiful as they close their eyes and they imagine. And they, they link out and feel for both Briar and their shawl. And of course, one big blot does pop up rather than two, which means that they are indeed in the same place. But that blob is 
Do you guys have a map of uh, this place? I assume you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, Jubilos gave you one, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You can you compare the waterways to the map, and you look back and forth, and you exhale. Uh huh. Is it in Patax? It's not just in Patax. The capital, isn't it? It's not just in the capital. Is it like Castle? with? Is it like with, like, King Eretti? The exact point seems to be. Acre, from your knowledge, exactly where Castle Pitax is. I'm gonna fucking shit myself. Oh my god. Owen's like... Is something the matter? <sighs> yes. Owen's like, Icar, I'm this, I'm this close to killing your father. <laughs> you know what? I'm what? already past that point, Alden. <laughs> um... <laughs> Andrew looks at you, Casca, like, should I be worried? Uh, yes. I mean... That's exactly in the castle. Oh, oh, ah, uh, f- fuck. That means he has Briar. Who has Briar? They basically waged war against us. The war that we are currently in is because of him. Yep. That does complicate things. Yep. Yeah. Greatly. Is that why those dreams got weird? Probably. You're getting close, but if they were intense then she was in pain. <sighs> Did she ever say anything about where she was? Um, Alden's like, she kept saying that she was in the serpent's grasp. Avenger rubs their chin. What the fuck is that? <laughs> fuck if I know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I asked her, I asked her where I could find her, and she just, I... Still has the penchant for being mysterious. I see. I just wanted to find her, man. I need you to understand, I'm not being mysterious out of any of my own intentions. I'm being mysterious because I physically cannot tell you. I'd love to tell you that the is behind all of this. And that the reason that Nerissa is doing this is because... But I can't. Yeah. Fine, we get it. Like, I don't, like, I, I get it. I'm not, like, mad or anything, because I, I know why, and, like, you clearly, literally cannot. Yeah. I have a feeling we'll find out eventually. Hmm, I suppose. Well, at the very least, you now have your... Your stories, uh, plowed out. And while this may not be have been the original way that, uh, the Book of Kingmaker was written, <coughs> I'm sure you'll find your path eventually. Okay. Fuck you, Paizo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. And I stand up and I give I give uh, Paizo a bow. And I say, hire me. <laughs> Please. Hire me. Because if that wasn't if that wasn't the most intensely funny and built up pun I've ever built made, then I don't fucking know what is. Okay. Hire Christ. me. Christ. So, uh, Evandra eventually sits down and they say, <sighs> Alright. I will stay here, and I will stay silent. When you find Briar, bring her to me. Of course. And I will be able to... I will be able to tell you as much as I can tell you. 
Not everything, but more than you know now. Mm -hmm. Good luck, Kingmakers. I hope your story goes well. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys uh, make your way out of monastery, uh, armed with the information that Hiravetti probably has Briar. Mm -hmm. And might have had Briar for quite some time now. Yeah. You also have met Briar's guardian. And have some information about what the whole storybook deal is with you guys, like the paragons. Slowly things are starting to piece together. Uh, as you leave the abbey, however, uh, you hear a, Hey, uh, excuse me! And it's one of the fires like, So we gonna attack this place, or? No, 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 no. No, there's... One of the wizards comes up and says, Did you find the chemical weapons? God, I hate wizards. Um... <laughs> uh, the there chemical no weapons chemical for weapons. war crimes, did you find it? <laughs> there were none. And there were apparently no war crimes being committed. Oh. Well, I was, me and the boys were thinking we could quite easily come up with something similar if you so chose. Uh, we're not committing we're, war crimes. We're not man. committing war crimes at all. I, I don't well, think war crimes are in our jurisdiction. Well, war crimes are only war crimes if you're caught. What the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> One of the says, I won't. I won't stand for this. We shall not commit any war crimes whatsoever. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Yeah. Casca like goes next to it. Goes kind of like close to it. And she's like, "Where did you find these wizards?" Fuck if I know. Like, like, damn! I shouldn't have gone to the wizard school of war crime. <laughs> 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 um. But yes, you are reunited with your armies. Um, it feels so good. Feels great. Uh, you brought them out here for nothing. Yeah. Um, we were worried. We brought them for emotional uh, support. Yeah. So, uh, you've been in the land now for about... Uh, it's probably been about a total of a week now since you first entered uh, the Glenabon uh, Uplands with your armies, mobilized the little town, and then mobilized... Uh, to here instead hmm. um, you don't know how like from what you know you're basically on a ticking clock uh, after a certain amount of days pass the clockwork regiment might attack again uh, the the wyverns might return you don't know mm -hmm. so uh, moving with the army everywhere will take up time yeah so we so, need to get, or do we need to get to the the capital and stuff? Or you need to get to the capital, to... but like the thing is that you need to be able to defeat the Clockwork Regiment. Yeah. Okay. And also, you also now have the ticking time bomb of the Wyverns might come back any moment. Mm -hmm. And those trolls are probably still out there as well. Which is like cool. Okay. God, so there's just everything out. Owns like I know that we have like leads to where some shit is, but what should we go to first? Because we should get as much of we should get as much as possible out of the way before we have to actually go and fight. Yeah, like the big guys. I think that finding the wyvern mother is pretty important. I don't want 
anyone else, like, you know, devoured. Yeah. yeah. We should make sure Little Town is safe and uh, not attacked anymore. Yeah. Do you remember, or did we have anywhere, like, where those guys, or where she might be? Uh, they just uh, said to the south, right? Between the mountain and the forest, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, what Ashka told you is that, from what she knows, uh, uh, Minogo Sushad lives somewhere uh, between the uh, the uh, Land Mountains and Thousand Voices, in a place called the Hunger Dark. Okay. Okay. Then into the woods. Into the woods uh, to grandmother's house. Are you going to take the armies with you into the woods? I think or... that I think that because every time be. the the thing is that every time uh, you bring your armies through a hex, it takes one day. So it took you two days to get to little to from little town to the monastery. How long does it take with just us? Uh, well, you can go through about three hexes per day if you're on horseback. Oh, wow, that's slow. Um, then I think, then I think that we should leave them in. Uh, then I think that we should leave them in Little Town because mm-hmm. they they need to defend Little Town anyways for yeah. the moment. Mm-hmm. In case that they do come back, that they'll be able to like help Little Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we can go there to the source and if it's that bad then yeah well they're not that far yeah are you, are you okay with that yeah mm-hmm. that works all right then let's uh let's, let's do go. that then to the woods we go and then send off the armies okay uh, so you guys give uh, orders to the armies to head back to the little town uh, while you go into the woods searching for Minogo Sushad, the mother of wyverns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are atop uh, Karkat, Isror, and Herbie. I forget whose name is Karkat every time! Uh, Karkat, <laughs> Isror, and Herbie who is also known as Clara Jaw's grandson. Herbie, who is also fully loaded. <laughs> he is fully loaded with the I'll legacy of Clara Jaw. Um, Herbie, fully so, loaded. And this is my favorite question. Which direction are you guys headed? Oh, fuck, I hate that question. Um, so we're we're in this you're hex, currently, uh right? You're currently in a little hex uh, which contains uh, White Rose Abbey uh, just east of Thousand Voices. Uh, the okay. Brantland Mountains are towards the uh, northeast, or sorry, northwest. the northwest. Um, and you're, from what you know, uh, the Hunger Dark is between those two. Uh, it's somewhere between the mountains and the forest. Okay, so then they should head to the, the that's the west, and then. Yeah. I think we should go west. Like here and then here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Westward ho. That's not very nice to say to Westward. Westward's a fucking whore, and you know it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you guys uh, spend... So, uh, 
I'm going to quickly calculate how long it took you guys to get here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It was one week to get to Little Town. And one then, week. Ha, ha, ha. And then uh, two extra days to get to White Rose Abbey. Yes. So uh, ha, 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 it's ha. you are currently on day nine of War of the River Kings. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, you don't know how long you have nine, before stuff starts happening. Day nine of duetting every single time that I have to deal with the army of Patax. Shut the fuck up. Alright, uh, you move westwards into the Thousand Voices. Mm. Um, on the first uh, few hours on horseback, you don't find anything, but even now, uh, Thousand Voices is, uh, it's certainly something, we'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you explain Thousand Voices? Well, there's a thousand of them. Okay, so uh, the Thousand Voices is, uh, for lack of a better word, it's dense. Mm-hmm. Uh, each tree is very close to one another, uh, so much so that sometimes you literally have to get off your horses to get through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the canopy kind of blocks out the sky, and it's you hear like the cries of animals which is reassuring to you Casca since you know you probably wouldn't hear those if this place were all that bad Mm -hmm. Um, however after the first uh, few hours of travelling you don't find anything although it is very beautiful at some points like you hate to admit it but if this is Nerissa's forest not bad could be worse She, she knows her aesthetics well yeah yeah Especially if this is a like going off what you've heard from uh, uh, Alyssa Hawthorne, uh, um, the whole forest might be her bonded trees. Mm-hmm. Don't so, like that. Yeah, this you feel a little bit un- at unease, and you don't know if that's magical unease or just regular unease. Magical anxiety. Yeah. Uh, so, after a while, you get to another decision. Which direction do you want to go now? Um, well, we need to get... Bet- Alden points at... Um, he points at a spot on the map that's kind of like the point where the Branthland Mountains and the Thousand Voices meet, where there's like a river that goes down. I think it's the Whisper River? Is mm-hmm. that the river? Yeah. Um, he points at that spot and he's like, I think that it's there. It obviously could not be, but that's that's my theory right now. But that's just a theory. Okay. An Alden theory. Thanks for watching. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Do, what do the rest of you think? Do you think that sounds like a good idea? Yeah. Like, uh, I like that idea. Even if it's not there, then uh, there are a bunch of areas around it that we can search. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's um, between bet. the Thousand Voices and the mountains, so that's the best point that we can get to right now, and then we can just search from left or right from there. Mm. Okay. Uh, are you ready to go check it out that way? Because you should basically be able to get there by nightfall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've you've rested by the way between uh, this and that, so uh, this would be the end of day ten when you get there. Okay. God. 
So uh, you guys move up into uh, the mountain pass between uh, the Thousand Voices and the Whisper River, and uh, you guys spend a little while on a horseback, fucking around, trying to see what you can see. Uh, and eventually, you do see something, mm-hmm. which is very promising. See Where the normally placid Whisper River plummets over a 900-foot cliffside into a 150-foot deep tarn, Thousand Voices is even more tangled and swampy than anywhere else in the Woodlands Reach. The transition from deep, uh, from deep algae-choked tarn uh, to solid land is gradual, resulting in a two-mile-wide swath of densely vegetated swamp. Many of the surrounding rocks and trees appear half-melted or burnt, and bones of countless creatures, both large and small, litter the swampland. Yet most impressive of all, you see a cave, and outside the cave is the glittering skull of a dragon that has been impaled atop the jagged trunk of a dead oak. Huh. Mm. Well, this seems promising. More fucked up. Yeah. Oh, pretty fucked up. Yeah. Iker, do you look at that skull, uh, and you kind of something kind of nags at you a little bit? Uh oh. Do you want to roll an Arcana check? (laughs) Okay, Arcana. Um, that's a plus twenty-three. Forty. All right, um, Iker, uh-huh. you recognize the kind of dragon that skull is. It is a silver dragon skull. Oh, that's a silver dragon silver... skull. It's silver dragons are not bad, right? They're the they're a good one. No, they are uh, commonly known as the paladins of dragon kind. They are usually lawful good, and they love justice and helping people. It worries me that this is here. Yeah, after staring a second, you recognize the way that one of the horns is. You've read about this specific dragon, and your heart drops. This is the skull of Amvarian. Huh. Amvarian is a silver dragon you found a lair of two years ago when you were uh, on your way to Vordakai's lair. Oh my That's god. That's the one that was dead, that didn't have a head, right? Oh. So that's where it went. Shit, okay. Do you also, uh, you also remember the specific, because you got a crit on this, I want to point out. Um, yeah. You also remember finding something in that den along the partially melted bones mm. the scale of a black dragon oh. vicious and cruel acid breeding creatures which let rage control their every movement and you look around at the, the decimated swampland uh, area around it and the bones of animals partially melted into the ground and you put two plus two together. Mm-hmm. Whatever killed that thing is here. Uh, Casca, 
I want you to roll me a survival check. Easy. Uh, that's a 37. <sighs> uh, no the fuck it's not still here. Uh. Huh? Uh, Casca, you've got Isser's color of empty on, and you, you can smell in the air. The acid here is all quite old. Uh, like, very old. Um, there has been no black dragon in this area for quite some time. Okay. Which means that this cavern may well be unguarded. Oh! Hopefully. Um, Casca says, I don't think it's here. Um, the acid here, the, the acid around here smells old. Oh. And there doesn't seem to be a lot of activity. Like. Okay. The, the animals that were melted over here were... That was a while that was a while back. So this could be unguarded, but we should really still be careful. Of course. Yeah. Fucked up, it's true. Alright. Oh, I mean, he is hoping. I've, I, I sure hope I'm... I'm right, and there's no black dragon. I hope you're right, too! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there being one would be pretty bad. Especially when they kill a silver one. That would not be great. That would not be great at all. That wouldn't. Uh, would you like to uh, make your way in and see if you can find anything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. You guys make your way into the cave. Mm -hmm. uh, it smells bad in here. Smell like acid? Uh, it smells more like decay. Ooh. Oh. Um, but not, like, of anything recent, just in general. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Um, you guys start, like, kind of making your way in. Uh, Alden, you kind of hold up the flame tongue in the air as, like, a torch as you start making your way down. Uh, and eventually you get into the main cavern itself. Okay. And here... You find a, a couple of uh, corpses, mm -hmm. um, many of which are basically calcified in acid. Like, you can see soft crystals uh, growing over their bones. Mm -hmm. And it's real gnarly. Like, real fucking gnarly. Holden's like, Oy. Okay. <laughs> However, you also see quite a lot of treasure in the back. Uh, not as much as you would have expected, especially since Iker, as you go through here, you become more and more convinced that this was not just any old black dragon. Mm -hmm. This was almost certainly a worm. Oh. Uh, which is to say, an ancient, super powerful dragon. Alright. But there... There's not as much treasure as a worm would have, which seems to like imply to you that uh, these, like whoever this guy is, probably uh, took some of the stuff with it and moved caves, mm -hmm. or people got here first. You can't really tell. Um, all that really remains is a small, like not terribly small, but a smallish pile of treasure 
and a couple of those calcified corpses. Uh, two of which are kind of like layered atop the treasure uh, mm-hmm. with like those salt crystals growing from everywhere. It's gross. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? Huh. This is... Like... Mm. It's sketch. Right? Like, I'm not the only one. Uh, no, you're not the only one. Mm, this is pretty sketchy. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Casca uh, uses detect magic? Um, I mean, there's a shit ton of magic coming off the pile of treasure at the back. It's not illusion magic, don't worry. It is indeed. Uh, you get, like, some abjurations, some, like, enchantment. There's a bit of necromancy. Uh, quite a lot of it, but, like... Mm. Overall, it's, like... It's nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, she relays that to the rest. She says, okay, so in that pile back there... Abjuration, enchantment, quite a bit of necromancy. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't trust that. At all. Necromancy can mean healing, I will point out. That's true. I but know, at the same time, like... whenever she thinks necromancy, she's like, I don't know how I trust that after fighting a lich. <laughs> yeah. Bad track record. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was about to say what could be the harm in checking it out, but everything could be the harm in checking it out. Uh. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, I have many swords, and if we need to kill something... You know what you do? You want to check it out all the... Uh, you know what, Icar? No, I think that you do, because, you know, you're like... I don't know, you got better eyes than me. It's just pretty king... No, no, I don't think so. But you're like one of my brave knights. Okay, first of all... God. (laughs) I don't see a sword... And what's a king without his knight? I am not your knight. I thought he was a sheriff. (laughs) You never knighted me. Guess what, bro? (laughs) Surprise! You can't knight me right now. (laughs) He takes out his lance and he taps it on his shoulders. Oh, God. (laughs) I took the... (laughs) Casca goes over to the pile. Thank you. Okay, uh, what do you do to the pile? Do you just start (laughs) rifling through and checking what's in it? Uh, I think with her, I think with her ten foot staff, she's going to poke at the calcified bodies. (laughs) You uh, poke at the calcified bodies, and there's like, yeah, they they just kind of sit there. I'll need you some swords. (laughs) You see, there's two big ass uh, long swords, and you can kind of. Like, as you uh, get closer, you can tell that the two corpses on top of the uh, treasure pile, you get closer and you look at their swords and you recognize that these are would-be dragon slayers. Oh, shit. Alright. Fuck those. Overestimated how uh, good they'd be at killing this dragon, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it seems so. It seems so. Alden's like, Alden's sort of like, oh, uh, well, they tried. They didn't succeed, though. Yeah, I can that, see that. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alden sort of 
it, but did they have, is it like a like a special like swords or is it just swords that Alden's about to hang up in his host in his sword room? Uh, you don't know. You haven't really looked. Yes. Alden's like Alden's like Casca. Um, mm-hmm. can can you look at these swords and tell me if they're magic? Casca looks at the swords and sees that they're magic. Yeah, they they seem to have a lot of magic energy coming off. I you sense magic. Do you know anything about the magic, or is are they just like enchanted or something? Out. You well, know what, Iker? Yeah, I don't want to die. I'm not. Let me you. stare at them for like a, a few seconds longer. Casca <laughs> 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 returns to her elf eyes and stares at them for a few seconds longer. Um, there is uh, what you can tell is that there's a lot of uh, energy kind of magic coming off them. And again, more necromancy magic. Okay, okay. Um, necromancy and energy? Um, Probably well, invocation. I think... Um, well, okay, be armed, I guess, just in case these corpses, like, come to life or something? Yeah, that's why I'm poking them with my staff. Why would they ever come to life? Because they're- They always fucking come to life! Why don't we walk into a room where there are actual corpses that we just walked into when it wasn't, like, a war scene, where they haven't fucking come alive? Yeah, Barry. Tell me. (laughs) Fess up. I think that- I'm trying to think of a single time- That's what I fucking thought- that's it's time to call for the paladins to come cast Sanctify Wait, no. Corpse. Hey, real fast. Yeah? That time you fought a dragon tortoise. You I'm know what? Sure the fact that you had to think about it <laughs> proves my point. Why, why do you think... Do, why would there just be undead in a dragon slayer? Leave me alone. Do you want to pick up the necro? The <laughs> necromancy. Alden is like, stay armed just in case these fucking corpses come to life. And then right. Alden goes to pick up both of the swords at the same time. Gonna do this and then the corpses come to life! I called it right as you fucking said it, you thought. So, uh, as you do, Alden, as you lean in very suspiciously to touch it, uh, the corpse, like the skeleton, uh, from its calcified skull, you see acid start to drool from its mouth. The, it's st- like, and slowly it starts to clamber up. And all roll me a hero lore skill, because I think you, <laughs> I think hero lore. This uh, is where would... hero lore is important. Yeah, this is something that hero lore specifically is going to be very easy to get. With. You know. I love how you got defensive because we guessed what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything, but when you but when you like kept pushing us to do it and then tried to think of the times where it wouldn't happen, yeah. I was like, it's going to happen. The necromancy part of me, the, the fact that you said necromancy, I was like, it's happening. It's Call happening. the fuck out. <laughs> All right. I rolled an 18, so that's plus 15. So it's uh, definitely 30 something. Oh, yeah. 33. 33. 33 is exactly as much as you need. These are dragon scarred dead. Okay. They well, So they definitely died by the hands of these dragons? Not the all would-be this... dragon slayers who die a valiant death rest peacefully amid the annals of legend. Sometimes a draconic necromancer is so impressed by its fallen foe that it richly raises the dead warrior to serve the dragon in undead. 
there. This dragon is... saw someone that tried to kill him, and he was like, "Damn, bitch, you're bold, uh, bold." You are actually pretty good. I'll give you a second chance as my servant. Uh, these undead guardians are infused with a fraction of the power of the dragon who slew them, channeling the same energy as their draconic master's breath. Fucked up. Um. Oh, energy necromancer. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Um, so, uh, and I can now give you a useful clue about the situation. These guys have regeneration. Mm. Okay. Son of a bitch. I want to cry. Okay. Uh, so, uh, they stand up and acid kind of like spills from their bones dripping as they kind of crack up to their uh, full height. They're still wearing draconic, uh, dragon slaying gear, holding like, uh, weapons which hiss with unholy energy but also crackle with caustic acid and uh the two of them kind of like groan and one says uh you who dare stumble upon the lair of ituliac you shall pay for trying to take her beloved treasure and pay you shall by joining us and the other one says Je ne parle pas l'anglais. Excusez-moi, je suis un peu perdu. Est-ce que tu sais où trouve le... Est-ce que tu sais où trouve le... Uh, maison de Etuliac le dragon? My god, a Frenchman tried to kill that? a dragon. Uh, <laughs> Iker, would you like to roll society? Yeah. Um, society? Okay, that's plus 23. I love that you just sometimes show off that you know more than one language. 31. Uh... Yeah, this guy's. This guy was asking if he's saying he was a little bit lost. He doesn't speak common. Uh, do you know where uh, the dragon Etuliac's cave is? <laughs> oh, you're in it, bro. So, uh, roll me initiative, everyone. Okay. Okay. All right. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. So, uh, you guys heard about podcasts? Okay, uh, let's get right into it. I wanna, we have some quick stuff to discuss and also some patrons to thank. So we'll get right into it, get it over quick. No waffling. Uh, so big thank you to Anna Maria, Andrew Perkins, Archfighter, Casey Korn, Don Bewley, Emlyn Loderna, Grey Kitsune, Harley Fleming, John DeBocorder, Jordan, King Anything, Leah Evangeline, Leon, Mel Eeyore, Mikey, Murph, Felicia, Roxy, Sierra, Sonia, SS66Seeker, Single Spinstress, Tezlet, Triceratops, Tyler, and Valerie. You guys are the greatest, and we love each and every one of our Patreon supporters. Um, so our Patreon news, uh, we have added some new stuff to our Patreon, uh, which is to say we have a brand new episode of Behind the Rolls, uh, episode 6 is our two-hour-long special that we recorded on New Year's Day. I know it's two weeks since New Year's Day. Go listen to it anyway. Um, it's a great episode. It, we kind of talk about how all the people in Dice World met each other and how we all kind of like uh, decide to start playing. And then we talk about some of our characters. So if you want to hear from everything from a ghost-hunting paladin with anxiety to a fireball princess tattoo dancer... You get the idea. There's all sorts of great characters that we made, and we kind of hyper fix it and info dump 
on all the different campaigns we've ever played. Spoiler, we've played quite a few. Uh, so it's a great episode. You can check that out if you are in our $5 tier or up. Anyone who is joining our lowest tier now uh, for $2 can gain access to the Kingmaker's character sheets and see all the wild stuff they've got in there. Uh, from treasure that they always forget to use or Alden's terrifyingly high attack modifier. Um, $7 patrons now can also get a message on the show. So if you are a $7 or a $10 patron, give me a message and we will get you to uh, have a message on the show read out by one of the hosts of your choosing. Um, going into the 2020, our Patreon is going to be a huge part of getting the dice roll, you know, rolling. The four of us kind of sat down and we've agreed we want to take dice will roll to the next level during the year of the crit. Because 2020, you got it. It's the year of the crit. Because, because not. Anyway, it's a not 20 joke. Um, we want to take dice roll to the next level during the year of the crit. And uh, to that end, we will hopefully have something pretty cool and exciting to announce in the coming weeks. Uh, can't say anything yet, but what I will say is, I get the feeling that you guys are really gonna like it. Um, with that said, support our Patreon. Leave us an iTunes review, uh, tell us about just why you like the show, characters you like, whatever. That really helps us, especially with some of the stuff we are going to hopefully be doing soon. So if you have five minutes and an Apple ID, go leave us a review or tell a friend. Just get the show out there. And you know what? If you if you help us out, you know, you, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. We'll send Ritz to your house to scratch your back. <laughs> okay, uh, that's it for now. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Are you a podcaster looking to monetize your show? Why not try a podcorn? We here at Dice Will Roll found the website and were amazed by how simple and easy it was to use. Podcorn is a marketplace to match up sponsors and shows that puts you in control of the advertisers you put on your podcast. We probably spent a few hours combing through the different sponsors looking for shows to advertise on and finding stuff we knew would be relevant to you guys. There's no middleman, so all the profit goes directly to you and you have full freedom to decide how you advertise too. With mid-roll, pre-roll and even options to have interview segments or topical discussions, Podcorn is a great way to make money doing what you love. If you want to try it out, check the link in the show notes. Podcorn, connecting podcasters to brands for native sponsorships that resonate and engage listeners across audio platforms. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Alright. This is probably my fairest dice. 24. 28. Cassie doesn't speak golf, but if she would, she, um, if she did, she probably would have said, said easy. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he goes, Vegetalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did Casca roll for initiative? Uh, it's. Thirty-nine. Okay, and uh, the dragon slayers. Uh, the, sorry, the dragon scared undead. Uh, rolled a thirteen plus uh, stealth in this case. Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, so that is a thirteen plus twenty-four. Uh, oh, sorry, a fifteen plus twenty-four. That is a thirty-nine. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so first in the order. Is the dragon scarred dead? Uh, so, uh, with a hiss, they start to stumble towards you. More acid pooling and dripping in slime as they move towards you. Uh, their salty skeletons glimmering in the light. I hate that um, they're salty. <laughs> yeah, they're very salty. Uh, they've had time to mull. Uh, so. I want Marinated. to start. I want everyone to roll me a will save uh, for frightful presence. If they're salty, does that mean that they're like beef jerky? No, there's no meat left. It's ju- it's just their bones. Oh, bone jerky. I was hoping that I was hoping that they were. I don't think that there's bone jerky. Bone. Also, not will yet. save. Yes. Not yet. All right. That's sixteen plus seventeen is tw- thirty-two. I got a 35. 33. 38. So, uh, all of them because you have bravery, uh, your regular success counts as a critical success. You ain't scared of these guys. Really? Um, I forgot yeah, about that shit. Yeah, you're very good at not being afraid. I've been making sure to keep track of that. Thank you, I'm really bad at remembering what my own abilities are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iker, what did you get? 35. Uh, 35, okay. And Casca? 38. Okay. So you both pass. Don't crit, but you pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that you are both frightened for a round. Uh-uh. Uh, both of you are like, oh, uh, for a second uh, when you see these guys. Uh, because holy shit. Alden was expecting this. Yeah, Alden's like, oh, God, dragon scared and dead. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so the first one sort of steps forward to Yuiker uh, and it raises its sword. It's Brett-seared greatsword. Uh, and it goes to slash you real hard. Uh, and that is a 17 plus 27. So that is a 44 to hit. Ow. Well? Well, Iker? Crits? <laughs> That's a crit. Uh, so this is going to be a lot of damage. Um, yeah. No kidding. Because this is a really... Like, this sword, he, like, comes up to you, and you see that the sword has actually been, like, partially just, melted just one by shot me. acid. Just one-shot me already. It no. has been partially melted by acid, but you can see that uh, where it has been damaged, uh, there is now a ghostly acid-like uh, ectoplasm blade in the damaged parts, giving it the illusion of being whole again. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really creepy and awful. Um... So that's going to do uh, 1d12 plus uh, 2d6 negative. Okay, so that's a total of 13 damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus 3d6 fire. Uh, so that's 13 plus 6 plus 2. Oh, that's 50. That's 52 damage, Iker. Is it? Yeah, it's 52 fucking damage. Oh, interesting. 
So uh, he like walks up to you and slashes into you hard with his sword. And it leaves like a ghostly hissing trail of acid. Uh, and the calcified uh, creature kind of looks up at you and goes, <sighs> as acid drools out of its open maw. Spit in its face. Uh, yeah, <laughs> why'd you do that? He goes, ugh. Yeah, um, how's it feel? He's, uh, he's going to slash you again as punishment. Uh, that is a 10 plus uh, a 10 plus 22. So that's a 32 to hit. Yep, that hits. Okay. Uh, 12 plus 12, that's 24, plus uh, that's 36 damage, Icker. Thank you. Uh, that is that specific one's turn. The other one stays back uh, and it stares at you uh, Alden. Okay. Uh, and as you can <laughs> As it catches your eyes, uh, you suddenly feel its boundless frustration in a gaze targeting you. Uh, you feel its helplessness starting to seep into you. Uh, Romeo will save. Alright, so that's a 13 plus... A 13 plus... That's a... 30? Yeah, that's a 30. Alright, exactly what you needed to pass. Uh, you are, however, stunned. Keeps you locked in place uh, and you feel like this overwhelming horror as you imagine yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. In the position of a dragon slayer made into the slave of the very thing it sought to destroy. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. So no, uh, you will lose one action on your next turn. Uh, so you are stunned one. Uh, you will lose one action on your next turn as you fight to overcome that frustration which seeps into you. Okay. Uh, Casca, it is your turn. Uh, you are right next to Iker as this thing comes charging up to him and slashing him in the chest with this awful dragon sword. What do you do? Hmm. Hate that. So she is going to... Um... Hang on a second. Those guys are evil, right? Very evil. Cool. Evil. Evil. Okay. So then what she's going to do is she's going to do her single action heal on Iker. Okay. Which oh, means so much to me. 48. So let me... One, two... 14. So that's 22 HP back. Thank you. And then for two. Well, actually, for. Then she's going to attack the um, the one right in front of Vicar, so that's. Thirty-three to hit. Okay, a tree to hit against the Dragon Slayer Undead is literally just its AC. <laughs> Thank fucking god. Okay, so this is going to be a 2d8, 15 plus 1d6, considering it's evil. Okay, 15 plus 14, 19 damage. Okay, uh, 19 damage. Nice, nice, nice. And uh, what was this with? Uh, this was my antler spear. 
Okay, uh, so the good damage is going to... Okay, yeah, so how much damage was that? Uh, 19 damage with the good damage being 4. Okay, uh, so as you stab into it, Casca, uh, your antler spear lights up and the holy energy pours into him. And it lets out a... As it kind of like stumbles back a bit, uh, the acid going like a light red, like blood for a second, uh, as it whips its head up to stare at you. It didn't like that you just did that. Uh, However, you can see its body is still continuing to repair itself slowly. Well, it's not gonna like this. She whistles for Isoror. (laughs) Okay. Isoror howls and then bounds over him and goes for him. What does he do? Um, Kills. Bites. He's gonna fucking try to decimate him. Okay. Uh, That's a 36 to hit. Okay. Uh, 36 to hit is a hit. Roll damage. Okay, that's 11. 19 damage again. Okay, nice, nice, nice. This time he doesn't scream in pain because Isra doesn't have uh, powerful, powerful teeth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or at least powerful teeth from God. Uh, he does, however, have excellent jaws which do kill good. Um, certainly does. Okay, uh, so that is your turn mm-hmm. um Iker, it is your turn ow ow <laughs> um fortitude save uh okay uh that is a uh six plus what is your fortitude my friend a six plus 25 that is a 31 nope that doesn't save oh shit what happens where are you casting spirit blast my guy Oof. Okay, go for it. That's 16d6, so that's 59. Holy shit! Yeah! Ow! (laughs) How does it feel, Mr. Uh, Bones? You like that? Yeah. Uh, It stumbles back a bit in pain. Uh, Not liking that at all. Wait, hold on. Uh, He was just speaking in a language like two minutes ago. Yeah, but he was also grunting and growling, and he's reverberating. Okay, growling. that's fine. <laughs> he's not going to speak Galt right now when he's in pain. They've probably got, like, pre-recorded messages. <laughs> I like how that one guy's pre-recorded message was, I'm lost, help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, you've one action left, Iker, what do you do? I'm going to stab. Um, Go for it. All right, roll to 40. A 40 is a hit. Roll damage. I will. You'll die. 25. Okay. Uh, You stab into this guy. Uh, And something happens as you stab him with the storm flash. You're not Uh using your... uh, Are you using the storm flash or are you using the... It's storm flash. Uh, As you stab into him with the storm flash, however, uh, as the electricity stirs within, uh, you see the acid hiss and start to, like, retract a little bit. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, the creature lets out a yeah! uh, and it takes uh, quite a bit of damage. Oh shit. Um, which leads you to realize as he stumbles back in pain he really doesn't like electricity and his wounds seem to stop healing where they are. 
That's hilarious. And he turns Weakness. to Casca and he's like, hey, you should shock them. Oh, that's an excellent idea. Pissler barks. <laughs> oh, um, okay, Alden, it is your turn. Uh, the dragons uh, scared dead are shambling around, fucking people up. However, Iker and Casca have devised a plan to fuck them over. What do you do? Um, I think he's just gonna run over with the chainsaw. Oh shit! Okay. Out. It's the not ripsaw, on. the ripsaw doomblade. Rolls with that, and he's gonna attack this guy who tried to who's fucking stunned him, fucking with my boy. All right, that's an eleven plus twenty-seven. Uh, a thirty-eight is a hit. Roll damage. How far? Twenty-five, twenty-nine. <laughs> uh, you rush over with your fucking chainsword. And uh, without even turning it on, you slam it into this guy and uh, break it some of his salt crystals. And it goes... Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is now its turn. And it says... Uh, play with a calf. And, it's French uh, again. So uh, he's going to try hit you with his uh, Brett Seared Sword. That is a 5 plus 27... So that is a 32. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, and he's going to try uh, swing at you again. Uh, that is a 16 plus 22. So that is a uh, 28. A 38. That one hits. Okay. So that's uh, 7 damage from the sword. I actually take 4 damage from the sword. Bitch. Okay, so- uh, because of your armor <laughs> specialization? Uh, yeah. It's because I take... I, I don't know what it's from. <laughs> I just know it's that I take... your armor specialization. Okay, it's from... It's from the armor. Um, I take three less slashing damage. Okay. Uh, you don't... Okay, cool. Uh, so that's, uh, four damage from the sword, plus... Uh, five extra unholy damage. So that makes a total of nine. Plus... 18 damage total as he slashes into you. Alden, it looks like it bruised him. <laughs> and uh, it's going to attack you again. Okay. One last time. Uh, that is a 15 plus 17. That is a 32. Doesn't hit. Uh, and Alden, you look at where you hit him. And you see that calcified uh, stuff starting to creep up where the ripsaw hit, and he heals 20 HP from his regeneration. Okay. Uh, the one in front of Iker and Casca does not do that. Uh, in fact, the calcification seems to be retreating a little bit, and it looks a little pa- uh, panicked, and says, You shall bleed acid for it to Leak. And uh, so. it starts spinning, and no. uh, it hits, gets an 18. Plus uh, 27 against you, Casca. Oh. That's off. 18 plus 37? 18 plus 27, uh, 27 which is a uh, 45 to hit. Mm. Welcome to Pathfinder. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was a crit. God damn it, that was one above, so yeah, it's a crit. Motherfucker! <laughs> God damn, Macy being 34. Fritz, you sound like you're on the side of this thing. <laughs> I am, because I got crit once. 
<laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Everyone should get crit. Uh, that's only 19 damage, in fairness. Uh, it didn't roll as high as it could have. Times two, uh, or...? Oh yeah, times t you're you're so right, KK. Thank you. Yeah. Times you're two. so mean. That's thirty-eight <laughs> token. That's okay. I'm at like ninety still. Uh, it's gonna turn yeah. and attack Isoror. Uh, that no. is a four plus twenty-two. That's a twenty-six. Uh... Did you call him a whore? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't hit. Fuck and the, the last one, he's uh, going to try attack. Uh, that is a that's a nine plus uh, a nine plus seventeen. Uh, so that is a twenty-six. Nope. Wait. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. Casca, it is your turn. What do you do? Reflex save on both of these bastards. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> that's a 7 plus 20. That's a 27. Oh no. Oh, plus oh, one uh, no. stats to all saves versus magic. So actually, it's a 28. Thank you. Oh, no, no, I'm no, sure no. that passes. Still, no. <laughs> it doesn't pass? No, not by four. <laughs> My oh, DC is no. 32, Darren. <laughs> uh oh, sisters. So, I don't have enough d12s for this. <laughs> oh god! Oh. What a scary okay. thing to say! How many I... d12s do you need, KK? Eight. <laughs> I took 36. my glasses off, I put my- <laughs> 36 electricity damage from chain lightning. Oh god. You really like that spell, don't you? It's a good it's fucking a spell. fun spell. Uh, lightning arcs through the cavern and uh, sears into both the dragon scared them dead. Uh, the one in front of you looks like it's about to fucking fall over. Like, it looks like it's about to keel over and die again. Um, also, I just want you to know, I have enough dice for that. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Weird flesh. Uh, the one in front of you, Alden, uh, gives out a little skeletal shriek of uh, as the electricity starts to sear the uh, cal like the calcify, the calcification regeneration, which sounds like a cool album name. Calcification <laughs> regeneration. That sounds write like that a schoolhouse rock song. <laughs> I'm gonna write this song. Um, like I, I don't know song. anything about music theory. Um, you have one action left, Casco. What do you do, Puppy. Work, work. Uh, right, get his ass. What do you do? Okay, that's a 37 to hit. Yeah, it's a hit. Roll damage. Eight. 19 again. I'm just rolling 19 for damage every time. 19 damage again. 19 damage? Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's a hit. Uh, what next? He has one more action. Well, he's gonna bite again. Fuck me. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a nat 20. <gasps> I look down at this guy's tree HP. <laughs> you don't even need to roll the damage. I mean, it's 11 plus... Uh, 
Another eight, so 19, 19 again? 19 damage again. <sighs> you fucking blow up this skeleton! <laughs> Isoror there, now there has is, bones. There he's, is no skeleton here, he is just bones. That he's probably, probably gonna spit out because of the fucking Oh yeah, they taste it. fucking yeah. gross and salty. Ugh. This is not a good, this is not a good mouth taste. Gross. Um... All right, uh, that is your turn. Iker, it is your turn. Oh, what do you do? Iker. <laughs> he was going to slash this guy, but he's dead now. Um, <laughs> Iker is going to... He's going to help us, bro. Um, and he's going to... You know, if it works once, it's going to work again. Uh, because I said so. Um, so I'm gonna spirit blast this fool across the room. Oh Jesus! Okay. It's fortitude save. Okay. Uh, are, do you have to move to hit uh, to avoid hitting Alden? Uh, no, because it's concentrated at one entity. I stare down at my dice with gritted teeth as I <laughs> announce that I have rolled a natural one. Hmm. <laughs> See how much uh, damage this is. Cause it's so gonna be a lot. How many d6s is this again, Ritz? Fifty-six times two. Oh. hundred and twelve damage. Are you damage? fucking with me? I'm Bruh. not fucking with you, bro. This is revenge. <laughs> He's alive, but for how much longer? <laughs> not much longer. <laughs> You fucking still has another action left. You fucking murderize him and like he, you fucking knock his uh, head off and the body's still like but the head fucking explodes into dust as you're fighting a headless corpse. Oh. As you absolutely overload this fucking body with god knows how much unholy energy. Unholy. Um, Ghosts and shit. Oh, uh, you know. Those are not holy. Yeah, fair enough. Not inherently. Um, Sometimes ghosts are just gay and in love. Uh, and then okay. Iker's gonna sing about uh, how bad he took this guy's head off. Um, so, uh, I'd say he took his head back. off pretty good. Yeah, I think so too, and so does Iker. So plus one to attack and uh, AC. Wait, is it AC? No. And damage, uh, it's right? Plus one to attack and yeah, damage, rolls against fear. And yeah, fear saves too. Okay. Uh, fuck me. Alden, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, so, here's the thing. Um, I know that it's overkill. I don't care. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna hunt, I'm gonna hunt Frey on this thing. <laughs> God. Yeah? Um. Oh, actually, no, I'm not gonna hunt Prey. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm gonna turn on the fucking chainsaw. Um, yeah, so I turn on the serrating effect of my doom blade, <laughs> and, um, Alden, you see Alden, like, bouncing on his feet because he's so excited, um, <laughs> he's gonna, um, he's holding it with both hands, Alden, um, pulls the cord, um, and then he, um, is going to, uh, you see... 
attack. Okay. Dead as ass. I'm gonna. Um, it's minus five this time, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. So that's a ten plus twenty-two is a thir- is this a thirty-two hit? A thirty-two plus the singing from Icker. <laughs> is a thirty-three hit? It yeah. Just about hits, actually, yeah. <laughs> okay. So um it's not gonna be alive for much longer. Um, because now I'm going to do 3d12 plus 1d6 plus 1d12, which is technically 4d12 plus 6. So, 4d12 plus 6. I'm a fighter. I don't have magic. And yet, 31 damage. Uh, he's not dead. You slam into him and you got your uh, chainsaw right up inside his ribcage. He's got 2 HP left. Um, can I use my last? Uh, would you... Can I spend my yeah. last action um, to do an additional 2d12 to, to plus use, strength? To use damage? let it rip? Or sorry, to use uh, dig it in? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to roll to hit. This just does an extra 2d12 damage. Well, you know, he only had 2 HP left, but he certainly takes 8 damage. And with that, you turn the chainsaw on inside him and it rips him to shreds dust and sprinkles of acidic smelling salt burst through the air as the dragon scared dead falls finally freed from whatever draconic master he served and looking down you realize that this truly must have been the final boss of the campaign oh definitely uh huh uh huh well done! You did it! Congratulations! You, <coughs> you beat the Congratulations. final Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> and that's the end of Kingmaker. Thanks, everyone. Well, everyone, thank you so much for coming to Kingmaker. <laughs> thank uh, you all so much. Okay, so... Yeah, that's um, the end of the bit. <laughs> that's it. the end of the bit as well. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you killed the final boss of this bit! <laughs> um, Good God. Uh, you killed the joke. You killed the joke. <laughs> we beat the dead horse. <laughs> the dead horse is just bleeding out. Um, okay. Uh, so you stand over these bodies uh, in the acid-scarred ruins of apparently the black worm Iltuliac, as far as you know. Mm. All right. Uh, there is still treasure. Like, I wasn't lying. There is still treasure. It's just I was guarded by some boys. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so Alden is like, now that these guys are dead, it's treasure time. Treasure time. Okay, so uh, you approached you approached a horde, uh, and what you find is a total of six thousand silver pieces, uh, four moderate healing potions. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and a little amulet. Huh. Oh. Uh, you can't really tell what the amulet is. Uh, in fact, none of you have necessarily really seen something like this at, uh, before. Hmm. Um, it's kind of like made from the scales of dragons by the looks of it. And it kind of shimmers in the light. What do you guys do? So this... Is there any way we could like roll to see what this is? or? Yeah, you could probably spend a couple of minutes trying to figure out what this 
uh, item is. Uh, you would have to roll an arcana check, and it would probably take you about, uh, ooh, about ten minutes. Oh, wait, no. No, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can probably spend about ten minutes trying to identify this particular magic item. Hmm? Can I use my diadem to do that? What about your diadem? Doesn't that let me, like, recall knowledge, like, the fucking trillion times? Oh, Jesus, you've never done that, huh? Yeah, no. Uh, hypercognition? Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, well, the way that hypercognition works is that you ver rapidly catalog and collate information. Uh, basically, you can instantly use up to six recall knowledge checks. But basically, yeah, this is mostly useful in combat if you want mm. to use, like, multiple actions at once to be like, okay, what exactly do I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can... In this case, it's just roll me an arcana check, I would say. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. What'd you roll? A 38. Okay, you know, I think that just about does it. Uh, you are surprised. This is not an item you see every day at all. Mm-hmm. This is, in fact, a dragon scale amulet. Oh. It is a rare item. Ooh. The amulet is made up from the scales of five ancient dragons. The wearer gains resistance five to acid, cold, electricity, fire, and poison. God, okay. Shit. If you take damage of one of these types from a dragon's breath weapon, the amulet begins to glow brightly. For next ten minutes, your resistance against that type increases to twenty. Oh, shit. Uh, if you are subjected to a dragon's frightful presence, you can roll your saving throw twice and use a higher result to determine the aura's effects. And once per day... You can exude an aura that terrifies all foes as if it were frightful presence. Holy shit. Okay. Who wants it? Um. He like holds it like on his finger and he's like waggling it a bit. Alan's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's about, it's like, it's for fighting like dragons, right? Specifically? Yeah. Um, I mean, we we all fight dragons about the same amount, I think. You know, that's true. Who has um, the worst saves? I think that everybody has good saves. Mine, yeah. Mine my my worst one is Will, is what I'll say. What my is worst? Will? It's just plus 17. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, reflex is the one that really matters for yeah. this one. My, my reflex is 19. So is mine. Mine's an 18. <laughs> Just barely. Well, just barely. <laughs> um. Alan's like, I don't know, Wicker. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll look good on you. I don't know, Wicker. I think, I think, bro. Yeah, Wicker, think about it this way. Bro, king I know you're with a taken an, man, but. The king with ancient <laughs> dragon scales on him. I'm a what now? You, you, a king that has ancient dragon scales on him. Don't you think that that's... I'm sold, and he puts it on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. I already, I already got uh, my own dragon shit anyways. That's fair. Next is Casca. Casca, you're Kaska next. Dragon shit. I can turn into a dragon. What are you talking about? Oh, Never mind. Oh, you already have your dragon shit. Bro. <laughs> the I'm dragon shit lacking. was inside Casca all along. We're the dragon brigade. Isra <laughs> uh, <Isra> barks. <laughs> no, Isra uh, So... 
Uh, oh god. Um, <laughs> so you guys, are you all done in here? Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. so. Okay. Uh, so you didn't find uh, Minogos Ushad. Uh, yeah. You probably camp out in this uh, place overnight because it's safe. Um, the Dragon Scout Undead don't come back, so you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a nice cozy cave that st- stinks of sulfur, but you know what? Could be Ugh. worse. Could be worse. Um, morning comes uh, into the cave. You've all healed up. You've all returned your spell slots. Uh, it is day 10, I believe, now. Day, day 10. Uh... Give it up for day 10. It's probably day 10. Uh, it is now uh, day 10 since you got here. Um... You don't know how long until stuff starts to go down, but better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, what do you guys do? Hmm. Okay. So we're here. I'll point yes. to the spot that they are just on the map. Um, and we need... We know that it's between. Right? Like Yeah. Between the mountains and the forest. Mm-hmm. There's not really that much area between there. So our best yeah. bet is either any points southwest and southeast. These spots, we should look through them. Mm-hmm. And then if not, then obviously there's there's any points like north north uh, east of the of the north of our of the south east there. Um, but other than that, that that is basically where, somewhere in this area, and he like sort of like circles it with his finger, should be where she is, and we have all right. of today to do that. Let's let's kill her. We sure do. Let's kill this bitch. Please, let's find her. Do you want to go okay. south, east, or west first? Oh, does it grab um... a preference? Because Alden doesn't give a shit. Southwest. South by wait. southwest? I mean northwest. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. No, it's all it's all southwest. South. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you guys start moving southwest. Uh deeper into thousand voices. Um it's you move out of the swampy area, uh thank god. Uh it was starting to get to you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um and as you move, you do see something. Mm-hmm. Although it's not necessarily what you expected. Okay. As you move through the tangled underbrush and the twisted trees, you see a beautiful castle. Okay. Um... And it is tall, pointed, and sharp. And just looking at it makes all of you feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. And it is a castle you is recognize. This is the one in the book. Oh. <laughs> Shit, alright. Uh oh, sisters. Uh oh, sisters is fucking right. You're still, like, on the horizon when you see it. 
Uh, you're on like a hill above and you see this castle poking out over the canopy. It, the damnedest thing, it really, really, really looks like the castle of the fairy queen from Zilliger's Picnic. Who you know to be none other than the green lady herself, Nerissa the Fae Queen. We should TP okay. this place. We should. Mm-hmm. Get some toilet paper and just fuck it up. (laughs) But then the damnedest thing happens as you are either moving away or towards it. No matter what happens, when you start moving... One second it's there, the next it's in ruins. What the fuck? It kind of fades out as you move, either away or towards. I don't know which way you guys end up going. Probably away. Well, when as you start moving away, you see it sort of fade out and replaces just ancient ruins. Looks like they haven't been touched in millennia. Hmm. Interesting. I hate it. <laughs> Do you want to go investigate? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. You cautiously tiptoe back. Um, and as you do, and you kind of kick it around a bit, yeah, um, this thing, from your estimate, these ruins have been undisturbed for millennia. Would you like to roll me a society check, Iker? To kind of try to remember the his like maybe you've heard stories or history and I you're trying to put stuff love together. I society checks, yes. Um, <laughs> we do live in one. We do live in just the biggest society, 33. All right. Uh, you recognize this to be the Castle of Knives. Ooh. It is uh, a notorious rune in the Talon Voice. Uh, People often say they see mirages of a complete castle here, where in reality it is just, it is just an old ruin. Hmm. Although there are a slew of uh, rumors of disappearances in the area. Hmm. Great. Mysterious. Spooky. It's another horror episode. (laughs) I'd love, I'd love that. (laughs) <laughs> I fucking love that too. Um, the Iker tells them about the House of Knives. The Castle of Knives. Castle Thank of you knives. very much. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something. Um, yeah, this is Castle of Knives. It's you know the Castle of Knives. Yeah, knife of or a, a castle. Uh, for knives? Yeah. Thanks, bro. You're welcome, bro. Um, I wonder if it's anything like Alden's Room of Swords. <laughs> no, it's worse. <laughs> no, um, no hmm. one can have a, no one can have as cool um, some uh, a room as me. Not even some bitch with a castle. <laughs> well, I mean, they have multiple rooms. Yeah, but it's not mine. 
All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is just weird. Because... It is weird, but it's also empty, basically. Oh wait, sorry. Were you about to say something? No, just like it, that. It's fucking creepy and weird. That that's like here at all. Not here, but like okay, it's you know what I mean. Alright. I mean, they could go to it. To the ruins. You have. Oh, you we, basically okay, went back are. up to the ruins. So is there anything like of note there other than just like the ruins? Moss. Mm. Fuck yeah! I love moss. It really is okay. right there. I'm kidding. You see, you approach and you see a palm nixie who's like trying to get some of the moss, and you're like, get out of here! And it's like, and drops on all fours and scampers away. That's literally <laughs> what they would do. They would do that too. Uh, but like this thing is so dilapidated and ancient that yeah, there is like there's nothing. It's not even like a proper castle. It's like mm-hmm. it's... a pile of rocks that might once have been a castle. Yeah. It's like when you're walking in the woods and then there's just some stairs. Yeah. Literally. What the fuck? It's Sometimes forced? there's just stairs in places. Yeah. It's I not... live in Europe. I'm the one who's supposed to have the scary ruins in the forest. They're not scary. <laughs> they're just stairs. Yeah, it's just, just like... It's literally just like stairs that lead up nowhere. It's nowhere. just stairs. Yeah, it's not. It's not even like fun castle or like fun ruin or, cool anything. or anything. It's not cool. It's just there. There are stairs here. Yeah, Maybe there's like a few rocks over that way. Who knows? It just means that there like used to be like a building there or something. Yeah. Okay. Something. Cool. Uh, anyway, there. It. There's nothing here. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's a that's landmark. Cool. Spooky. I guess. Let's just keep moving. Yeah. Alright. Okay, so what direction now? E- Geniuses. East. <laughs> that sounded <Bitch>. mean. <laughs> be nice to us? What the fuck? Anyways, Alden is like, then we should definitely be going east then, right? Probably. Right. Okay. Uh, the afternoon starts to flood in as you move back towards the east. You've already been in this area. It's the path you took up to get to Il Tuliac's lair. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't find anything here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as evening starts to settle in, which direction are you guys going to go? It's northeast, right? Do you want to go yes. northeast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you start to move northeast. Uh, evening comes, and uh, the night is starting to flood in. Uh and you guys are getting tired. Like, it's... It's been a fucking day. You yeah. know? Like, lads, it's just... You know, it's been. It's been. It's been. Uh, it's been. Eventually, however, as you are moving through this area, you do find something. Mm-hmm. At the edge of the tangled reach of Thousand Voices, a dark cleft cuts up the face of the mountains almost as if a titanic axe struck the 500 foot tall cliff here the cleft leads 1500 feet into the mountains into a deep cavern Mm -hmm. and fellas 
this cavern, you can see from the outside, if anywhere was going to be called the Hunger Dark, it would be this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, Casca, you notice as you are approaching, the animal sounds really quickly die off around here. Mm. Animals do not want to be near this place. Mm. All right. So, guessing this is it? I would assume so. I mean, if animals hate it, and this was what the place was called, right? Yeah. Their cavern? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is the place we're looking for. Alright. Well, then, uh... Only one thing to do. Yep. Storm in and kill. Yeah. <laughs> like usual. <laughs> I love that the kingmakers are like, alright, we'll bring we'll bring peaceful options to the kobolds, to the boggers, to everyone. We want to help live peacefully with all creatures, monstrous or not. But fuck dragons! <laughs> Uh, on record, they're kind of assholes. The they are. They are pretty much assholes. With with the kobolds, they were like lovable and also fairly harmless. Like they were they bad. Just, they like were they're just bad, dumb. but they're stupid and will listen to anything. And then there's yeah. goblins, and goblins didn't do anything wrong. I'm just gonna say it outright. They haven't done anything wrong. They've and never done anything wrong. What about the goblins who like eat babies? Uh, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Helping with overpopulation. Yeah. Pragmatic. Yeah! <laughs> Anyways. Uh-huh. Um, but with dragons, dra- like, I don't hate all dragons, and Alden doesn't hate all dragons. He likes the, the ones that are good. But um, dragons seem to tend to have, like, a pretty clear I am evil type thing with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, these, like, wi- the wyverns, right? That's how you pronounce that? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They are creatures. They cannot speak. I can't help them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, are you going to move in? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gets dark quickly as you start moving into the uh, cavern here, which is like, like again, uh, it's kind of like a Death Star run situation. Mm-hmm. The walls go up forever on both sides, uh, like literally a mile or so high. Hmm. And... You guys start moving in through the path in the middle. Uh, and it is night time as you approach. And you see Casca uh, through Isra's eyes and through his nose. There are a lot of wyverns in here. Uh, most of them are still hatchlings. And you can see that uh, in, like, buried into the walls. Uh, in like clusters of eggs in the like up up high mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh little ho- nest of dug into the walls as if something had like scratched them out and laid them in for them and these okay. all seem to be the same like the brood of a singular wyvern hmm. and there's a lot of them You approach and you, as you start, like, after, like, about 
uh, 200 feet, you start coming across uh, skeletons of cows, bears, owl bears, owl cows, cow bears. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about the cow bears, please. <laughs> and as you move on, they start becoming fresher and fresher. Until you find ones which have just been killed and not at all eaten yet. Mm-hmm. And sleeping atop a pile of corpses, bony and meteor like, you see the biggest fucking wyvern you have ever seen. Terrifying. Shaking. Uh, she is size huge. Oh boy. Um, which makes her, you would estimate, about the size of an army tank. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's scary. Uh, and probably just as lethal. Okay. Um, she is asleep atop this pile of uh, wretches and the chirping of baby wyverns echoes through this uh, cavern. The roof is above you all now, blotting out. So, Alden, your light is the only thing shedding light in this area. Mm. My what? Your, your, your light from the flame time. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Do I glow? <laughs> um, Alden. Can uh, your flame tongue is the only right? thing. Uh, sorry. Your flame tongue is the only thing that is providing light to this area. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And I can see, though, in the dark, because I have dark vision. Yes. Yeah. It's for the rest of us. Yeah. It's for Icker. Because Casca No, Casca, can't I don't see. think, can see either. Casca can't see. <laughs> Casca is blind. Yeah. Casca's d- sight does not depend on whether it's light or dark. Yeah. Casca's- it depends on if something's We're- magic. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, however, Casca, you do hear... Um, the creature there breathing in and out slowly, heavily. It is a large... Like, it is... This thing is big and fucking powerful. Great. Uh, Scary. Alden, your eyes kind of like flicker up and down uh, her body. You can see countless scars and patches where her scales have grown back clumped or twisted. You can actually see a shit ton of shed uh, wyvern skins in the back of the room, all kind of piled up on top of each other, and it's like a load of her molts. It's disgusting. Yeah. The smell of dead is pungent, and she is asleep. What the fuck do you do? So we we kill her, right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the plan. Like, do we just stab her? Just fucking go for it. (laughs) Just do it. We just kill her right now. What's what's the term for for one hit kills while somebody's like down? Coup de gras. (laughs) Just to commit coup de gras on her. I mean, commit coup de gras. Um. They should be stealthy, right? They should sneak up on her? 
Yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let's be really stealthy. <laughs> would you like to roll stealth someone to go up to her and try kill her in her sleep? Yes. Yes, but I shouldn't. <laughs> Casca, what's yours? What's your uh, stealth? My stealth is uh, plus 17. Uh, and I think with my yeah, code, it's an added plus four. So like 17 plus four. 21. <laughs> okay, then we have the same if you use that. Uh, well, let me, Rock, paper, scissors. Check, let me check just in case, because okay. I want to make sure that I'm right. Um, Icar and Casca do rock, paper, scissors to see if you can kill her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no, it's only plus one. You can go. Oh, okay. Then, it, it, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> so that's d20 plus 21. And that's a f- Nat 20! <gasps> oh. <laughs> my God. Holy Fucking shit. shit. <laughs> Acre, have you practiced killing people in their sleep? I'm not answering that. <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> no comment. Okay, well, you start <laughs> to approach it. <sighs> and I'm going to say that your first attack against her will also be a crit. Okay. <laughs> so you can just roll damage as you walk up to her. What are you using? What is the weapon you use? Oh, shit. Um. I'm going to use the Rod of Lordly Might. Okay. <laughs> and. Okay, I'm gonna be fair. I'm not gonna do button one, which is a fucking flame sword. That would cause. You noise. could super do that. Shit. Okay, I'll do that. She's a. The thing is, basically, she's a lot more heavily asleep than normal. Mm hmm. Icar has no shame in this. Uh. And this is. Poor little town. <laughs> It's, it's also 2d10 persistent fire damage on a crit. Okay. So, yeah, 14 and 16. Okay, so you do 28 damage. Uh, so how do you do this? How do you attack her while she sleeps? Igor has the uh, Lord of... Uh, Lord? Has the Rod of Lordly Might, and he kind of positions it in like a certain way, like as she's sleeping, and he just turns it on. Okay, so you basically, like, hold the hilt up to her head and then press yeah. it in. Okay, uh, and with that, you fucking coup de grace her, yeah. Uh, that is uh, 28 damage outright as you blast her head with uh, a blue-hot flaming sword, which pierces into her skull. Um, and fire spreads over her body like it's covered in oil. Uh, and her eyes flick open immediately. Um, <laughs> I'm scared of this part. And she stands up mm -hmm. uh, with a loud shrieking roar. And she kind of like shakes her head a bit. Uh, and you jump back at her because holy shit. Mm -hmm. um, and she stands up. Bitch is like 30 feet tall. Oh, shit. And she reigns to her full height. And you see she is ancient. Her eyes 
are, look at first confused and angry. And then they're just angry as she settles down on you. And she opens her maw, revealing rows of sharp teeth. And Minogno Sushad, the mother of all wyverns, snarls out and says something in Draconic. I know Draconic. You do? Yeah. So she snarls out and says, uh, and, uh, Iker, you understand her, which immediately puts Alden's point of, they don't like to talk, they're wyverns, to moot. That was Uh-oh. my, uh, that was me, not Alden's. That was okay. David's. <laughs> okay. Um, and she says, Who dares intrude upon Minogno Sushad? Me, bitch. <laughs> Petty dragon slayer, you think you can come into my home? For what reason do I you strike me? I think I can come me? into your home when you're attacking other little villages. Pretty fair uh, trade, she don't kinda, you say? The fire burns over her as she kind of like... She doesn't have arms, but she flaps her wings a bit and her scorpion-like tail brushes through the carcasses. And she says, You... A hero from our newest feeding ground. I shall have to taste you for myself. Mm. Uh, that's gross. Don't think so. Come here, Dragon Slayer. You, I shall have boiled. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.